0: Hello, and welcome to the Fulcrum Feed. This is a place for all of us to talk about Star Wars. You'll hear more of us uh, as opposed to less of us when there's a Star Wars show on Disney+. Plus. But there is so much Star Wars to talk about right now. Movies, streaming shows, books, comics, cons, fanfic, headcanon, and, of course, the real-world creators behind the scenes of everything we love in Star Wars. We are starting with what i like to call the season of andor which is instead of talking about andor every episode and doing a and then this happened and then this happened and then this happened we are going to try not to do that and just sort of talk about andor in a larger sense themes characters whatever like just not plot by plot because sometimes when i do those i get sleepy um And we'll always try to point out at the top of every podcast just how many episodes of Andor we're talking about so you could be prepared and unspoilt, but we are going to bring in lots of references to other Star Wars properties, and we will try very hard not to spoil anything important like the fact that Luke Skywalker has a, spoiler alert, father. Okay. Okay. So the obvious thing to do right now is to do a show called Let's Talk About Andor, but that carries some freight because the last time I did a show it was called Let's Talk About Star Wars. And now my two co-hosts are very busy and doing a lot of things. And I still want to talk about Andor. And I, I for a long time, as episodes of one, two, three, four, five, and six of Andor went by, I thought, who, who do I want to talk to about this? Who will replace the magic of Tom and Garrett? And uh, who do I always talk to about Star Wars properties whenever they're out? Who I watch them with? So, without any expectation
1: whatsoever, <laughs> you can. Who will replace the magic? <laughs> Jenny's <Yeah>. husband. <laughs> Next up, the dog. <laughs> okay, I should oh, too high a bar.
0: I know. It's I just thought I would really bar. terrify I've you. I've been dragoon. Dragooned, dragooned <laughs> no. into the... no, 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 no. Okay, well,
1: no, no.
0: Okay, <laughs> hold on. Let me, re- let me go back. I'd like to introduce you to Matthew Flanagan. Nope. Let's try this again. Matthew-
1: Reintroduce.
0: Reintroduce you to Matthew Christopher Michael. L-U-K-E Luke Flanagan. Uh, yes, yes, Matt Flanagan's Star Wars bona Fides go all the way back to confirmation. <laughs> yes. uh, when he took Luke as his confirmation name, he is a writer, a producer uh, of- television in sitcom form. He's written movies. Um, He likes to undersell himself. He wrote for David Letterman. I have seen a lot of Star Wars movies with this man, all the Star Wars series. And I do co-host a podcast with him called Let's Talk About Cheers. So in case you, Matt Flanagan,
1: wanted to undersell no, we've lived a Star Wars life together. I think that the, the, I had a sense of trepidation to do this podcast, especially coming in the wake of all your accomplishments, Star Wars. With with let's talk about Star Wars, because when I, I listen to you guys, I am enamored of the fact that you and Tom and Garrett, when you would do that, that you would have uh, you guys have a masters in Star Wars. Every every facet of it, the books, the shows, everything in it, and. You know, for a long time in life, I thought I had that level of Star Wars fandom, but I realized I only have an undergraduate degree (laughs) with a major in Tatooine and a a minor in in, in lightsaber play. (laughs) Because in terms of names, in terms of analysis, I don't necessarily rise to that level. But in Passion, I was trying to figure out why, what made me different from you guys and why... (laughs) what 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 I would have to bring what, to this What you could bring just yes, having this, yes. having listened to this and then I realized besides being in the house when 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 people yes. talk about fan service in some ways they might be talking about me or people <laughs> like me and by that I mean of course we're all fans we're also subsets of of, of fans but I have a a, a almost like <laughs> second time bringing up a dog almost like a dumb dog for Star Wars <laughs> a love for it that is so accepting yeah. that I don't have the, the 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 critical like for instance when when uh the the uh, uh rise of skywalker came out i didn't i didn't have the, the i didn't want to parse it with a scalpel i didn't have the hatred <laughs> for it that some people had not all yeah. but some people had for it and uh, you mean uh, the last jedi or rise
0: of skywalker right the third the, one or the second one the third the... one yeah yeah See, that, there no. you go no. But no i wanted to know because already <laughs> <the, laughs> I'm, I'm uh the internet in is it. if you say the last jedi on twitter you're in oh, for no, a fight but, so but, i
1: would but make yeah. no mistakes I'm talking about all of, here. I was at the Jenny asked me earlier today. You want to do the Star Wars thing? I was like, I don't think I rise to the level of what you want for the Star Wars thing. I f- literally, for weeks before Endor was on, thought it was about. Uh, 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 or I even said it right there that Endor was on. Thought it was about Endor. You thought, thought it was. About- I thought it was Endor, and was like about the the evolution of the 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 the, the Ewoks as a people. And- <laughs> How did they become to be? be would, how was there a moon base come to be on, on on the moon planet of of of? I would of, watch that <laughs> show. I would too. But th- I'm not even making a joke. That's what I thought it was, and I was somewhere like, oh, on a- that was the name of the guy from Rogue One who I loved. We're not getting Ewoks, and that's fine. <laughs> even better, as it turns out, somewhere <laughs>
0: on a wall in Disney, the, the, there's one room that's locked all the time and there's like a whiteboard wall and it goes all the way from this and that. And they have all the things they want to lay out until well after we're dead. Right. The is plan, a show the master plan. rebooting the Ewoks.
1: Do you think that's true? Are you joking? No, I or- know. Oh. I,
0: <laughs> I believe go. it in my literal I, heart. I was
1: like, almost, if you if you anticipate this to be a show where you both talk about the Star Wars of the moment, mm-hmm. like, like uh, Andor. Andor, andor. It, it, Andor. See, <laughs> so yeah, I'm still doing it. Andor and Andor. I, I Guys, didn't this ask podcast this. I was is like, is great. It gonna be Andor or Andor? It's be great. For weeks I thought it was before it was on my yeah. radar screen. But yeah. boy am I glad it was about what it was about. Yeah. No, but when when you asked me, and I was like, do I, I rise to the level of uh uh of of Star Wars uh, uh, uh mastery? Yes. Uh and the answer is no, but Star Wars passion, yes. Yes, but could you and you could you could, I think, find out a lot. Uh, you could uh, uh, ascertain a lot about whatever guest you're talking about if you asked them to put the Star Wars movies in order. Oh. But right before they went on, if that was the question, and you would get a barometer of what that person was like. Yeah. Because, like, th- and the reason I bring that up Ooh. is like, it, I I was thinking about me being uh, on this show, and I was like, you. I was like, you should play a game with me called "Ask Me If I Care." <laughs> Everybody has different levels of ooh, that made me so angry, you know, like, uh, like, for instance, like, uh, I I, I didn't care in The Force Awakens that was like, but wasn't it just a retread? Wasn't it just that there there was another Death Star? Ooh, there's another Death Star? Now they're fighting another another Death, Death Star? I don't care. Ask me if I care. No, I love the Force Awakens. I was delighted yeah. by it. I look back at it still and 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 love it. Yeah. There are a bunch of questions you could say, Ask me if I care. I, I left That's a great Matt. You've now given me two
0: recurring bits. Ask Matt me if is a I comedy writer level of... Ask Me If I Care mm-hmm. and
1: order the Star Wars movie. Because I am the people say I read all the time. It's like, ugh, oh, here we go. I think look. First off, I'm going to start start this by saying so nobody thinks I'm going in a different direction. I think that uh, uh, Andor is one of the best things Star Wars I've ever yeah. seen. But I think of – I, I formulate that opinion uh, in spite of the fact that I am the man that the fan service that so many people are av- always complaining about. Like, oh, little Easter eggs here and fan service here. Hey, and there's and- ass face on Jedha. <laughs> It's like I love that fan yeah, service. Yeah, me too. I eat it up. I or like when like oh, did we really need to have a Boba Fett? And we had, we had the Mandalorian, and it sort of took the 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 air out of Boba Fett. And then there were people in scooters. Ask me if I care. I didn't care. I, I enjoyed watching <laughs> Boba Fett. I I, I I had a good time. Okay. watching it. So there's these whole. I am the the fan who is eating up fanboy stuff and also eating up Star Wars stuff. Like, oh, has there been too much? Never. Couldn't be enough for me. I'll eat it till I die. Okay. Along with food and alcohol. That makes you- Never enough.
0: Yeah, that makes you very valuable to me aside from you okay. being my husband. All right. Because you can talk to experts all day long. You can talk to people. Like sometimes you just got to know what a regular person on the couch thinks about it. Now you're not <laughs> your
1: average Joe. Yeah, but yes, you're not okay. quite
0: a regular person because you work
1: in many ways.
0: Well, <laughs> because you work in this industry. So you have a behind the scenes feel for what it takes to put a TV show
1: together. And I will say, of all the things. Star Wars, in terms of hearing people talk about them in my writers room alone, yeah. I have never seen such immediate universal acceptance yeah. as for for anything Star Wars, a- a- as as the show. And I'm going to be self conscious about saying Andor andor the whole time. Say either
0: one, <laughs> because in my mind, I'm already crafting, andor, andor. I'm, I'm crafting a show called Andor. In my head.
1: And it's (laughs) going to be great. I'm I'm, I'm on board already. Have you
0: ever heard of, we're going to get to Andor eventually, I promise, but have you ever heard of, did I ever send you the Twitter thread of Star Wars author Chuck Wendig uh, uh, reformulating the Ewoks away from being fuzzy creatures and like into what they really were, which is massive cannibalistic tribes.
1: Right, right. Um, uh... So that
0: would be a fun and interesting um,
1: series. Yeah, and also interesting. You know, how, how did the uh, how long was that moon base there? Mm-hmm. What were what were uh, uh, Empire Ewok relationships like how before Luke find... was introduced yeah. to do it? But you know,
0: yeah. I don't think it how be did that they find to... uh, Endor in the first place? How the, how did the Boffins find right. it anyway? Okay,
1: but that said, do you want to give me the test? of oh, Before yeah. we get into this okay. of, how, of where I would put them.
0: Yes. All right. So Matt Matt Flanagan, comedy writer. Um, is our guest today on the program and the first question I'd like to ask him is uh, in order of your favorite to your uh, mm-hmm. uh, please rate the Star
1: Wars motion pictures sure I would have to put uh Star Wars first. New Hope, obviously. Yeah. Um, new Hope. No, you don't. <laughs> that's you.
0: it. Was called Star Wars Star when it Wars came out. Star Wars colon. When a you new first hope. saw it, it was called Star it Wars.
1: Just, a just get undergraduate your, degree. Just
0: get your walker <laughs> and shuffle over here and tell me your next favorite <laughs> Star Wars movie. Right. right. Uh,
1: I uh, I I probably go classic. I probably go Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back, and then I have a moment's pause, and I think it's only because like propaganda has gotten to me, yeah. because people over the years have have have. have uh have, have sort of lessened, a uh, 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 return of the Jedi and made us think, you know, just because of the focus on the Ewoks, that it was to be a considered a movie. less le- a lesser movie. But when I was little, and I was in the, I, I have this, still have this memory. When I of, only of, had three yes, movies of seeing it in the theater, yeah. and I remember it was this one theater we went to, uh, and the guy would announce when the things were sold out, like over the loudspeaker, and he had this sort of like, uh, 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 almost like uh, 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 Joe Castiglione from the yeah, Red Star yeah, yeah. you know, and he. And he would say, like, uh, you know, the the two forty five of War Games is sold out. <laughs> and there'd always be a pause, and I remember panicking when I heard that the uh, four forty five of uh, Return of the Jedi
0: was well, so sold
1: out. out. We did see it at the seven, but uh, but I, and then I went to see, see it, and it was I had so much wonder. Yeah. So I, I put it I Choose it third. Yeah. I would put, I think, Rogue One yes. as as fourth. Yep. I would put uh, Force Awakens mm-hmm. as fifth. Mm-hmm. I would put um, uh, 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 Rise of the Jedi or my, as as Return
0: as of Rise of Skywalker. Rise of, no,
1: no, not the last one. Oh, Rise the of Last Skywalker, Jedi. But the Last Jedi. Okay, see the, with the names and me. It doesn't matter. The, la- the Last yeah. Jedi. I would. I would put next. Yeah. Uh, you know what I, I wanna from the way that I felt, I don't think I ever f- went left the prequels and felt, oh my God, those were amazing like yeah. I, I felt like we were you know, you don't know forget I, I never solo. Exult, exalted uh, oh we're putting solo in there, yeah,
0: solo uh, is a movie that oh, came out uh, in theaters
1: it will rank low okay. for me All but, right, so- but, but but um uh so what i what I'm trying to figure out is whether or not I rank uh um Revenge of the Sith before
0: oh. um, Rise of Skywalker. Rise
1: of Skywalker. Okay. And, and only because for some reason when I try and remember Rise of Skywalker, all I can There's remember just a I, I blank. Re- yeah, I remember Baba Freak. <laughs> and I remember Oh no! Did Chewbacca almost just die? No. Um, and I remember, uh, uh, I remember, I am the Emperor you know, in a Madison Square Garden environment, <laughs> where dark <laughs> versions of me are watching me Ooh. as something occurs. <laughs> I remember that. So that, but still, it's so tied up in my you know the rebirth of Star Wars and yeah. getting new Star Wars content again, for which me, for me never got old because you know yeah. we're of the unique generation that went. Year, year decades without new Star twice. Wars content you know it became twice. a religion in our head yeah. twice yeah and so it, it's it's hard to uh 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 all
0: right just make a pick okay. cuz we have okay, to talk okay, about okay. andor <laughs> <laughs> all right all right everybody's like i thought this was called let's talk about andor
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right uh then i'll pick, and then i'll uh, i'll I will pick the uh uh the the not rise of, rise of skywalker okay and then and then for the sequels uh, then I'll pick Solo, then I'll pick The Sith, and then In Descending Order, I'll pick uh the Clones, and then uh, the original prequel.
0: Yeah. Alright, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to come back to fun things, and I have an idea of how to end this podcast. We're going to come back to fun things, I have an idea of how to end this podcast, but um, I would like to ask you about a TV show called Andor. Mm-hmm. Now, did, when you heard about it, were you excited?
1: I have to say... I was not that excited, right? Uh, particularly when I found out it wasn't about the Ewoks. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me sound We're like less a Star Wars about fan that I am. It, no, I know. But 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 it was you just so because I was like, in. I wondered for its its necessity. You know, like we know it results in a death uh, ultimately in Rogue One. Yep. You know, like am I that excited to explore? I just wasn't that excited about it. Like yeah. I was like I, I I I no. The answer is no. I was <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't fine. that excited about
0: okay. it. Okay. So we sat down and we watched it. I'm pretty sure we watched the first one together because we watch most... Unless we're at another like place or there's a specific podcast reason, we watch all our TV together, right? Mm-hmm. Like We sit down on our little recliner couch and we go...
1: <laughs>
0: and put the legs up. We turn on the TV, and there's usually food, which is why uh, I'm a little bit uh, around in the belly.
1: As, as I'm right there with you.
0: Uh, and we turn on the TV, and we watch. And so you're watching. Let's just take the first two episodes of Andor, not as See, plot. this is going to be
1: impossible for relax. me to parse. Okay.
0: <laughs> just relax. The first two episodes of Andor are about Cassian Andor's background. You are in his present-day world, and he's kind of hustling and bustling, and he's looking for his sister, and he goes off planet in a little claw jumper to a nearby planet to ask about his sister. He comes back. Uh, he accidentally kills two guys. That's what kicks all this oh, off. Oh, right.
1: God, what a great bang-up yeah. beginning. Yeah, yeah. Hooked you right away. Right
0: away. And then you've That's got, the, you've got yeah. his life as it is and is about to fall apart interspersed with that, you have these uh, uh, flashbacks Mm -hmm. to a mysterious mining planet where bands of Lord of the Flies children roam about, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, what's notable about that is they are doing it all without subtitles. There's no subtitles on all of that stuff that takes place in um, this sort of jungle-ish world, mining world. So... Let's just take those two episodes, and when you—I won't even say what was it like then. When you look back on them now, those first two. What do you think?
1: Well, first off, I look back on everything with rarefied air. It—it seems like a long time ago because we're talking about this now. When we watched the beginning weeks ago, but I was drawn in immediately. I was drawn in immediately by that fight sequence, and the thing that I can—that—that colors it most. Some there there was a quality to it. That remind one of my favorite parts of Obi Wan. People can say what they want, like or or, or dislike. I don't about, understand about that. that people didn't like Obi Wan. I loved it. but yeah. I, we know I love everything. <laughs> yeah, I love it. <laughs> everything except the prequels. Yeah, and Solo apparently it wasn't for us. Um, but but um, and do you remember that part? where uh, they needed to hitch a ride, uh, a Solo and Leia. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Solo, uh, Obi-Wan and Leia. Yeah. And there was the guy who was like, oh, yeah, they, it's great to have the Empire, empire around here. They make you yeah, yeah. feel safe. And that little detail, like, was something almost that I'd never seen in a Star Wars movie before. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, uh, on the ground, day-to-day, political feelings of somebody who wasn't a major yeah. player. And, I got that vibe from this show right away. Yeah. W- would you agree? Yeah. So <clears throat> the le- the
0: the working class planet that he lives on has a routine. Everybody goes to the work at the whatever, the dismantling the salvage yard, right? They clock in, they clock out, they drink beer, they go home. They are in the shadow of a larger corporate planet. That reaps the profit from that planet mm-hmm. already. We're like way, which deep, I love that yeah.
1: dynamic. The, I've uh, the never idea in
0: the corporate planet before,
1: and it made so much sense. Also, that that the empire would outsource its 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 security yeah. to this 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 Corpos. this corporation. Yeah, and that, yeah. that 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 to me was, and that they would be jerks. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, but in to a lesser degree, like a middleman jerk. Yeah. you know, like, like a, uh, not
0: the greatest evil. <laughs>
1: right. Right. Yes, and that was an, another thing that would we would. I imagine get into about this show is that you know you can serve evil while maybe not realizing you're evil right yeah and i think that's you know in 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 focusing on and you haven't talked about it yet but the part you know that you know the uh the almost militaristic dynamic within this corporation of of uh uh different people who were was it the same the the uh uh blonde woman character Vela. Vella? Or Vel. Vel. Is, is she was she a part of that corporation higher up or
0: Oh, I'm sorry. There are two blonde women in this show.
1: Right, right. I alright, the
0: Not- right, let me I'll lay out for everybody. Right.
1: Just See, the this is one this is how I'm like, that's you know, okay, if you're but watching that, man, with your your you're a mo- your you're uncle.
0: A, yeah, but that's who watches this. <laughs> it's not just Star Wars experts. It's people who watch it and I feel like if it only gets to the point where a Star Wars expert can keep up. Right. It's so complicated. Why but would the funny you do thing that? is
1: about Star Wars ep- exp- expert is like you guys are Star Wars fetishists. <laughs> And, and there's a lower level of almost like you were able to maintain expert. a certain amount of experts, okay, of Star Wars love and knowledge, and you th- you think you're an expert, yeah. until you meet the fetishists.
0: No, the <laughs> experts,
1: and then there are the enjoyers. Okay, fetish is not necessarily sexual. You just love it I so know. much, you know everything, you know everything, okay. and that's awesome. All that right, all right. Not everybody knows everything. Okay. But then, yeah, Let's so just lay out
0: that. in Andor yes. the, 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 the things. There's the working class planet, there's the corporate planet, and there's Coruscant.
1: Right. Okay, so Coruscant is where...
0: Coruscant is where Mon Mothma is. Mm-hmm. It's where the, um, the pawn shop is that... Um, right, Stellan Skarsgård. Luz Rail, mm. right, played by Stellan Skarsgård is. And then there's um, the Senate, the Galactic Senate. And then there's something called the ISB, the Imperial Security Bureau. Right. That's where the lady whose name I don't know, see, I don't know everything. So
1: the Imperial Security Bureau, does they track, did they track what the corporate, they they're were the obviously CIA. tracking what the corporate planet did, right? Yeah, they're the you- FBI right, of the yeah. empire. Right. Which again, or the CIA something, or something that I love because yeah. I-, I love the quality. I mean, like, look, there is no bigger fan, I would say of Grand Marf Tarkin than me. <laughs> <laughs> There's a point to this. There's a point to this. Sure. There's a point to this. Yeah. I love, like, then name the system. <laughs> like, when I was in a yeah. sketch uh, oh, yeah. group, I would do a, a series of sketches that were uh, a day in the life of Grand Marf Tarkin. And it yeah. would imagine, like, a yeah. young Eddie Tarkin with his father <laughs> and how he became Grand yeah. Tarkin. Well, but needless to say, I bring that up because that character... I, I latched on to that character because he was cartoonishly evil. Yeah. He was played by Peter Cushing, and he was meant to be evil, yeah. and he was meant to exude evil. Because when we were introduced to the Empire as kids, or later, whenever you first met them, encountered them, they're the embodiment of evil. Yeah. But I love this very, very true idea of that which serves evil, not knowing that it's evil, yes. and having admirable qualities within it. And it's it, it presents this conflict that like that I felt like I said when I was watching Obi Wan and. I saw that guy and I was like, oh, sort of nice guy who was driving you along. Now you have a whole corporate planet where, yes, yeah, some of them are assholes, but some of them—they're
0: just hoping for a promotion. Yeah, they are,
1: or they're going home to their moms and they're yeah. sad. They're Jewish moms. Yeah, and they're sad, and they're sad because they get fired and they yeah. cry in their room. And that same guy who got fired is the guy who was such a badass and was like, "We're in going to war. track down the hero of this yeah. and kill him." Yeah, and yet you—you you were able to wring compassion from him, and that is why I think people are or one of the reasons are 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 uniquely elevating this series if
0: you take if you step back and you take star wars you know what political systems in universe do they prefer it's a battle between control top-down hierarchical control kept in line by fear and uh kind of messy democracy right uh Mm -hmm. and that's it that's all the Star Wars we've ever watched is hierarchical control and the willingness to murder people <laughs> in right. mass to get that hierarchical control versus messy democracy and a reluctant decision mm-hmm. to murder people right. at scale. right. And that's why it's called Star Wars because right. there's a lot of fighting. Now, Andor is the story of a war. If war is a tea kettle right, and you put the tea kettle on to boil – we're at the first little tiny bubbles, right? Mm-hmm. It's not a roiling boil. It's not,
1: you know. And it's a concept that that has been, you know, it, it seems like it's been being examined since Rogue One. Yeah, you know, of 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 the the, the 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 tiny when it's at a tiny little boil and it's a bubble, like you say, the the initial. Small things that you just write off yeah. that you never heard about. We yeah. the things that we all wrote off that we never heard about when 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 we watched the Death Star blow up. Yeah. The uh the, the costs of a Star War. Yes. <laughs> you know what? Does a Star <laughs> War cost? Yeah, a Star War, the toll is in lives you don't even think about. Yeah. But so okay, so these first two
0: episodes are dynamic between Cassian when he was a boy and Cassian when he's um Uh, kind of significantly older um, bopping around. Mm -hmm. uh, Ferex is the name of the working class planet. Right. Uh, Do you care that Ferex is the name of the working class
1: planet? I do not. (laughs) Nor did I know it. There you go. But you don't have to know it. Right. Because I don't have a fetish. This is why I married this man. Is that last. I, w- right I bet there. one person, there's one expert in my, who rises to your level in my writer's room who would, would know what Peter. the name of the planet. Yes. Or you, Tyler. You were able to guess it. Yeah. Tyler might. Peter definitely okay. would. I'm Those two get Peter guys, on you, the should, you should I'm get them together. Them the They're like kind yeah. of a dialectic.
0: Um, so when you were done with the first two episodes, and let's be real, not much had happened. Mm -hmm. were you excited for the third episode?
1: I was. I I, I guess it had somehow a quality to it that it drew me in Right away. I mean, also the little things like I loved the little droid. You know, yeah. like what would you know the name of yeah. that droid? I no, bet I don't. You do oh no, no, I you don't. don't. I actually but, uh, don't. You
0: you know something about me? I of the let's talk about Star Wars crew. I was the one who least had the names of things. Right, the things right. I was well, just like that are... guy with that thing with that thing, and I talked about how it made me feel. Right. But you
1: know so much about the books and the well, yeah, uh, but it the, doesn't matter. You know the Dave Filoni of it all.
0: Sure, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay so you were excited and then the third episode things really start to cook
1: now you have to delineate me yes. b- b- for me because we watched these ages yeah. ago
0: so yeah. the third episode just to bring everybody up to speed is when Luthen rail comes to Ferrix, and uh wants to meet Cassie and Andor ostensibly to buy the little the uh, mcguffin mm-hmm. right but the 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 thing that is going to like that links the ISB to Luthin to Cassian, the little box that is like allows you right. to go anywhere in Imperial territory in your ship. Mm-hmm. Which, um, by the way,
1: that was amazing, too. Like yeah. the fact that that had significance and that the people on uh, Coruscant. Coruscant were were actually like Fighting, that was a little yeah. blip. You know what I thought of when that first. Pro- and, and I know I'm not discussing this in linear fashion, but it's just because we we watched, don't do that. We watch the whole show. Yeah. Um, uh, When she was attempting to track down the significance of that box and why it was happening, and they were talking about uh, um, – whether or not it was worth tracking down and they were almost berated by their superiors of not paying attention yeah. to it and it's ridiculous with the little things popping up. It reminded me of the Jeff Daniels movie about September 11th. Yeah, Do you remember that? Totally. About how he... The you Looming Towers? Yes, The Looming Towers. About how... And it, I guess it's weird to compare it to a Star Wars movie no. and it's almost reversed because it's from the evil point yeah. of view but then depending upon who you're talking to... Yeah. You
0: know, <laughs> That's against Whether complex. or not the
1: United States is evil. But like... Um, I felt like that it it had that kind of the fact that it could remind me of a movie like that kind of showed me that we were dealing with a different level of Star Wars yeah. here you know
0: because it was like all the it was like the wire all the pieces matter all the
1: pieces yeah. uh, pieces matter yeah and, and they were just box, trying to avert disaster and there yeah. was only like one mind, person who yeah. was you know seeing the red flags and not being listened to not by being their superiors to,
0: which is actually what happened during 9-11 mm-hmm. that FBI yeah. agent in Minnesota was like why are all these people only learning about flying and right, takeoffs? Right, right, yeah.
1: right! All the little dots.
0: Yeah. So the the third episode is when uh, Stellan guard playing and Rail, and Cassie and Andor meet up. They have this dance of the paranoid, mm-hmm. right? And then they're on the run from the empire, the corpos, not right. even the empire, the corporate security from the nearby planet, right. as led by. Uh, Mr. My mom is overbearing, and so right. I'm mean. Right,
1: right, right. Um, and also the the yeah. Irish sergeant who was his right hand. hand. There's
0: always a sergeant who's willing to execute <laughs> was the duties. Irish the, or Scottish? The duties. Yeah. I think yeah. he was
1: a little more Scottish.
0: <laughs> okay. But it was the duties of the the, the, right.
1: the corporation. It was, it was, I almost wanted to see more of that guy. It was I do too. First I hope off, we do. Great characters in this. Yeah. Like I think you and I talked yeah. about this. Like even the minor characters just yeah. popping off the screen. Yeah. Like the casting's so yeah. good to a level that you you, you, that you don't always see. Yeah. Barrel
0: chest. Guy yeah. who's like I know everything to do I know what to do mm-hmm. and at the end was like oh
1: you know how like uh uh, uh you t- often talk about with the Avengers mm-hmm. an Avengers of the Avengers is o- the only the, an Avengers movie is only as good as its villain yeah and whether or not you fast forward the parts of the villain once you know what the movie is about yeah with the villains on this it th- made a study in making yeah. the villains interesting yeah. and if not and empathetic yeah to the point where you're even like you when you're with them you're kind of. Not you like you're rooting for them, but you're not exactly rooting against them. Yeah, you're not rooting
0: against them. Yeah, Um, and that's the lure of fascism, in a way. That in universe is you're like, well, I don't want to be ripped off when I walk down the corporate street after going to meet my hookers. I just want to get home safe. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Right. Uh, So that episode featured um, a very cool thing to me, which was the community of Ferrix slowly rallying around uh not knowing it, but rallying around Cassian. Um, and some of them knew it and some of them didn't. And and starting to fight the corpos, right? Yeah. This this mm-hmm. one detachment. There were two two or three detachments, I forget. But they all came down in their little, you know, skiff boats from the planet. And they um thought it would be a cakewalk to pick up one guy then you see these incredible shots of like the workers putting down their tools and taking right. off their masks was terrific and walking slowly and, and the ringing of the bells, which I found out that, um, Diego Luna who plays, um, Cassian Andor said that this is something that happens in a lot of Latin American countries where they ring the bells when there's trouble or they knock Mm. on the things. That's a real detail from our world that made it in That makes sense.
1: That's what the, uh, remember the movie Witness? At the end of it, they rang the bell when evil came into the town and they all sort of gathered together. Yeah. Very
0: much so. Like, these small communities rely on each other for support because there's no other alternative and turns what should have been just picking up one guy into a bloodbath. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was such a powerful thing because, like, Luthen and Cassian were on the run. Uh, right. The corpos were making their way through the town. The, the upper hand kept switching back and forth. Yes,
1: yes. Loved it. And I have to say, too, within all this... I think the introduction of Stellan Skarsgård at that point added a lot to this. A lot to like it, it drew yeah. me in at a point where you know because they're taking their time, but then there are certain things that God they just get their hooks in you, and you want to know more about this character as soon as you meet him. And he's larger you know, world, like yes, and he just he just exudes this quality that yeah. that 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 draws you in, and yeah. I think that was at that point in the series that was very very helpful and. uh in in continuing to hook you,
0: and and it did because I know yeah. a lot of people. I do know a lot of people who are like, well, episodes one or two were kind of slow, and I'm not sure I would have continued to watch. It. I mean, yeah. you and I were like, in.
1: Did they show two or three? They showed three, three at the and first that's drop. why, yeah, because it really took off at, at, at its third one, Absolutely. getting to the end of its second one, yeah.
0: Um. Okay, so they get off planet. The corpos in a lot of trouble. Roughly episode four. Is when we first see Mon Mothma. I'm Mm -hmm. pretty sure. Don't write me. Right. Uh, But.
1: (laughs) They'll have a lot of my mistakes to write about before (laughs) they write you. (laughs)
0: Uh, But then you see the other side of rebellion, which is people who could have just as easily stayed rich Mm -hmm. and gone along with the Empire, who have a lot of power also feel compelled by morality to resist. Mm -hmm. And I I read that. Someone was pointing that out somewhere. And I thought that that was very
1: powerful. It was. It was also interesting because you see Mon Mothma in her sort of ramshackle, you know, rebel Rebel confines so much of the time. And everything's kind of falling down around her and she's holding it together and you see this woman of privilege, yeah, and of course she is, yeah, like Senator Mon Mothma, yeah, right, yeah, and, and that was just—I don't know why it was eye-opening, but it was because it was—it was definitely an aha moment because you 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 you, you wouldn't necessarily uh, 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 you wouldn't have you, you wouldn't have necessarily uh, conceived of, of Rebel Mon Mothma as you know this person with a with a with a daughter and a husband and all that she was sacrificing and a you know woman who had a life that was you know she was upper class yeah uh and and yet of course that's true
0: yeah and uh her husband is definitely on the other not like he's the other side of it but his philosophy is much more in line with the empire
1: you don't think that he's a sympathizer like like you don't i think, think, he you think he would turn her in or- when she
0: says that present is going back remember when she said the pre he said uh what did i get what was my birthday present oh yeah yeah and yeah the present is going back right she knows that she's Up to it. Okay. Right? Yeah. Uh, But he is either still putting on appearances or is just like, I want to just live my life. You do what you do with your useless little business. I'm
1: very intrigued to see how that relationship unfolds. And that, I mean, like, God, they did a good job of of setting up the, types the amount of, people. of I'm very intrigued to see how that unfolds <laughs> right. you know yeah. like.
0: and the daughter and like like the daughter's a daughter of privilege but she's also rightfully like annoyed at her mom for never being present mm-hmm. she her mom thinks she's she thinks her mom's only a senator and doesn't have time for her you know let alone right. kind of like funding it seems very clear right. that mon mothma is the funding of the rebellion at mm-hmm. this point at least the one cell sure cuz she has money and she just can't get it to Lutheran rail right and it's fascinating to see, like, I guess the question- Did I know
1: his name was Lutheran Rail? No. No. Do you, do you care that you didn't know? No. Okay. <laughs> you know, I would have, I think, when I was younger yeah. and I was collecting Star Wars figures yeah. in like a giant Darth Vader yeah. head, but- uh... I'm just
0: mentally collecting Star Wars <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> figures. Okay. So the question becomes, and we don't have to answer this, but the question that this show is posing is, who will you be if this ever comes to us? Oh,
1: God, I know.
0: Who will you be?
1: If this ever comes to us? Who are
0: you? If you live under a repressive fascist regime, which some people would say we already live under, I have to be fair. And certainly there are people who are much more affected in this world than you and I. I mean, I I often think
1: and I've thought about that in real life. And I think about this. I mean, God, on both sides of this is that you don't fully know. There are so many people out there. You don't know the disaster is there until it's falling down on your head, you know, and or you choose not to not to see it. And yeah. and and so maybe you you're a little consequence but a casualty, and I hope that I wouldn't be that. But you know, it's the same thing that you ask yourself. I always play this game when uh when I used to be in a, in college and on a metro car, yeah, and I would be sitting there for a long metro ride, and I would think if there ever were an action situation to occur where whether or not it was the, the thing flipped over the Metro car yeah. or if there were a terrorist I don't know why yeah. they would, but sure. who took over a metro car It's like I would look at the different people and I would wonder which one would be the hero, which one would be the the person to say, just sit down and do what they say <laughs> <laughs> And I dear God, I hope I wouldn't be the just sit down and do what they say. Yeah. I who would I be You would be the guy who if, rushed the terrorists and got killed in this i don't know i i, I, I don't know well, you are very crafty I, 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 I my say. sense of fairness would make me fight i think yeah i wouldn't have the skills of a, a like the 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 poor uh do you know the name of the of the young man who was the expert uh who had the manifesto and, and- oh,
0: oh Nelix. Nemec,
1: Nemec, Nemec. good for you.
0: Uh, uh, Only because I see memes of it, (laughs) see it on Twitter. Like I I, wouldn't know it from the show. I
1: wouldn't have that skill. I wouldn't have the the skills of. You could the write the manifesto, character. though. Yeah. Yes, I, I, I could. I would be of some value. Write so it. <laughs> yeah. Just put him in a room and let Obi-Wan. him write the comedy. Wow these, yeah. wow, these roads certainly are good. Yeah. And everything is so safe around here. Yeah. No, I'd never be that no, way. No, you never get your fairness Because I'm, I'm not allow voting it. for Rick Caruso. <laughs> I don't want to turn LA into the Grove. I I don't need to. I like it messy. All
0: right, ramp it down, regional (laughs) firebrand. Okay, so you're starting to see the large, from just Cassian, you're starting to see the larger world on Farricks, the larger world with the Corpos, Coruscant, the largest world of them all. You're starting to see how all these things interplay, okay? Then, also in episode four and five, so now we're taking four and five. These are the two episodes before... Um uh the big heist. Mm-hmm. Uh Luthien Rail, Stalin Zarsgaard, drops Cassian off at this planet, kinda out of the way, nowhere, on the way to everywhere. It's like a supply depot, and says, I'm inserting you into this mission. Deal with it. Mm. Then he tells Vel the blonde tough character, giving him a kyber crystal, oh, a kyber which, which crystal. I know.
1: Yeah, I know from having I know a, that. Uh, <laughs> 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 I know that from having a, a lightsaber made at, at Disneyland. Yeah, there you which, go. Which, by the way, the, uh, one funny thing about Jenny and I before I got a lightsaber made at Disneyland, uh, people know about the lightsabers yeah. at Disneyland, right? <laughs> yeah. Anybody listening to this podcast? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can uh, make a where, really high-end, serious conversation about whether or not. I needed a Sith lightsaber, or I would get like the green one, like Luke. And I really, there really was a part of me that was like, like. I, I I obsess over fairness, and if something's not fair, sometimes I'll I'll, I'll get angry, maybe even to the point of vengeance. And then I was like, "Vengeance? That's the dark side." Maybe. And we we actually had a question as to whether or not I should buy a Sith lightsaber, and then it was finally put to a. An I said end. no. Yeah, Jenny said I will not have a Sith lightsaber in my household, and right. I said okay. Then I'm Luke. Yeah. But underneath, we'll never know.
0: We'll never know. Well, Luke, <laughs> but the thing is, is that Luke could have been. Luke could, could have been one or the other. He was um, a whiny, yes. fearful, annoying person. <laughs> Who I
1: identify with. <laughs> he didn't know all the names. He, Luke did not he know, know all the names. He was in Rats and Beggars Canyon. He didn't <laughs> know the names of anybody. Yeah. Okay. He- <laughs> okay. So the
0: next two episodes, four and five, I'm just keeping us on track here. All right, here. good, good. good. Uh, your job is to always, always, Matt's job is to knock me off track and my job is to stay on track. <laughs> That's our whole marriage. <laughs> um so four and five is about the the paranoia of when someone infiltrates comes in last minute to a mission that people are planning and there's a lot of issues in the forest there about trust right you've got this group of i don't even know that i could name you i couldn't name you the names, the character names nemic nemic cinta
1: y- yeah yep that, that I remember. So for some reason, I remember Sinta. Yeah. Probably reading about it.
0: Vel, the, the leader.
1: What was the... Is it is, is the other guy Skinner or Skinner or like... The, yeah, The, it, the guy is, who was in The Bear. If you've watched oh, the show The Bear, excellent show. Yeah, David Lieberman uh, David from Lieberman. The Punisher. The Punisher. Yeah. And, and that's not his name. That's his character name. And John, John Adams. Adams yeah. in John Quincy Adams. the HBO documentary, Adams. And then
0: Tamron Barcona is the big, tall man who dies at the end of six former
1: stormtrooper former stormtrooper okay i love that choice too
0: oh and this is why i couldn't remember it because it was hitting star trek things lieutenant gorn sule rima rimi is lieutenant gorn the guy who lost his wife and is the key part of their success because he's an empire oh right in the empire and the the tamarin barcona is played by gershwin eustace jr and he was very imposing and very good right which one is he uh uh the former stormtrooper, Tamara. Oh, yeah,
1: Tamara. Yeah, he was really Barcona. good. Yeah.
0: And they're all yelling each other's names good, around. Quite yeah. frankly.
1: They are the are yeah. great little ensemble and and you know, the this was kind of in two parts. It was yeah. on the you know, the the world up, up until he left Stellan Skarsgard and when he joined them, right? It was almost equal. How long was yeah. this series? Was it six? Six so, six so far. Six, yeah. So almost half and half it was like that.
0: And the name of the guy from The Bear and The Punisher and John yes. Quincy Adams is Ibn Moss Backrack. And he plays oh. Arville Skeen. There you are. Skeen, that's why. You don't Remembered have to Skinner. remember anything yeah. anymore because the internet that, exists. Yes. Thank God. Yes. And then um, Alex Lothar plays Karis Nemec and Varada Sethu plays Cinta
1: Kaz. And then you've got Vel Sartha. And Cinta was one of the ones who, who sta- pun- yeah. bungee jumped off the bridge yeah. into the. Along the with
0: Vel Sartha, played by Faye Marseille. I have this theory that Vel Sartha is actually uh, Luthan Rail's daughter.
1: Mm. Uh, that's my current operating theory. So. I don't really know what you just said. I just went, hmm. Because <laughs> I forgot the names already.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm of the opinion that the blonde lady leading the The little rebel crew is the daughter of the guy who recruited Cassian. Oh,
1: interesting. Because they have a
0: like a they look alike. They have a. okay. that was the The garbage next door. Um, They have like a a very um, specific. Interaction with each other—that's like a father who doesn't want his daughter to do something dangerous. I buy that, just yeah. from the
1: way that they were with each other. Went on, on the yeah. during the handoff, yeah. And
0: just so you know, Kyle Solar or Solar is Cyril Carn, the guy who got fired from his corpo job. Oh, okay. And goes home to his mommy, who is that was great, terrifying, uh, and amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. And that was just so amazing too, seeing. Those apartments, and you know, it, it, it was, that was in Coruscant, right? Yeah. Apartments I in, think so. Gleaming city, I think it was. Or it I, was
0: on the corporate planet, I'm I not sure. I thought it was
1: Coruscant, because I sort it of imagined all these gleaming High-end, yeah. expensive apartments that used to be expensive in Coruscant, and now it was all sort of a very sort of sad place of boxes. Yeah. You know, they and, were
0: not at the very top level where no, Monmaza is. No,
1: where was, yes,
0: and but they are not in the poverty zone. No, they weren't. Right, you know, laying about They're, in they're stone. kind of like yeah. upper middle class, but without money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know. That stratification in our world. I'm aware of that stratification. So anyway. That's
1: where we live. It's sad. It's fun. But sometimes sometimes a possum will come in. But we're, <laughs> we're not a at the family lowest. Of- we have a big TV with all the streaming services. <laughs> we have, we a have home. fancy teapots and bowls. But, <laughs> but, sometimes, a but sometimes a raccoon will come <laughs> <laughs> in. But sometimes a raccoon will come in. No raccoons in one we have been Unable house. to kill
0: one rat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No, no space raccoons. No space raccoons. Okay. So. Uh there we are. Oh and um the young lady who plays the um uh the there's Dedra Miro is the ISB agent.
1: You she's don't, good. I ask, like her. Ask no. Matt if he cares. <laughs> I care about her the character. She's yes. awesome. Yes. Dedra Miro. She's so good. I want to remember that. Yes. Will I remember it 30 De- seconds Just remember from now? Dedra. 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 Dedra's a good name.
0: Dedra's a good name. Okay. So There's training, there's paranoia, there's trying to understand people's motivations. It's a very deep, and they take their time. Like, you know, in another series, it's possible they would have dropped Cassian off, there would have been a little friction, and they would have gone on the mission. But instead, they took two episodes to show what it actually means to set up a plan and execute a plan and all the paranoia and all the training and all the everything that goes into it. And to care about the
1: characters and generate stakes for what's to come I yeah. mean every one of those you cared about I even cared about oh God i already if I dead dry I remember yeah. but I forgot about my other favorite character S- not skeen what's his name oh nemec no not nemec uh the the guy who was in uh uh <laughs> this is our life the guy who was on the Punisher and uh, oh uh uh, uh Arvel skeen skeen oh it is skeen oh, yeah so I had it okay <laughs> yeah I was uh I, uh, that guy was sort of a tough guy who you came around to yeah. and he distrusted the – and and I cared about him so much that it did become a sort of sad, complex situation where he was like, oh my god, this guy's a dick. Yeah. And just the – what a choice to have him – as soon as he knew, you know, you could see the wheels turning yeah. quickly in Andor's head. Uh, uh, that he wouldn't be able to say anything to turn this guy. Yeah. And just the instant, you know. Decision. You know, to, yeah. Greedo shot first. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you know, to, to, to kill him. And that's what a moment. Thing about, yeah. Yeah, and that's, I, sk- I skip to the end. No, but, that's okay.
0: Yeah. We are allowed to skip around. Episode six is the heist, right? Mm-hmm. They execute the heist. And there is not a lot of other subplots. A few other subplots come in. Luth and Rail being all nervous. and um, But... Uh, and then Genevieve O'Reilly I'm sorry Ma Ma, Mothma
1: giving a speech by the way I love uh, 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 Stellan Skarsgård's character uh, the hiding in plain sight of now I've got different hair and I'm very fancy and I'm showing (laughs) you fancy things no one would ever expect me to be able to throw an empire (laughs) (laughs) you know like I really love that hiding in plain sight thing that's the uh, you know Kaiser Soze yeah uh, yeah. and you'll probably see more than one wig I would imagine I would imagine so very cool and his moment of just yeah. Because for a moment, like I was yeah. scared. I I'm sorry to be skipping around, but no. I, I'm, my brain is already only thinking about this as a whole. That's now. fine. I as think they six want six you hour to. hour amazing movie that I saw. The Ken Burns. That, 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 yeah. That I can that, that I the Galactic really War. into yeah. episodes. I can only really talk about how it affected me and felt as yeah, a whole. That's which fine. I guess is a great, in this day and age, the greatest compliment you could pay for episodic TV because, you know, I'm already experiencing the novel as a movie that has become. Yeah. Or movie or novel or, you know, and, uh uh, uh, uh what what was that going? I forgot.
0: <laughs> oh, you were saying um the moment in his spaceship when he leaves his sort
1: of warlike, oh, yeah. When he no, the moment in the end when he, oh yeah. uh, there's somebody lounging about yeah, in, in his, his and you know store of store, antiquities, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, how about uh, uh, this thing that happened there? Do you have anything from there?" And he the, the bolt, I think, of terror that is there yeah. for him, thinking like someone has been dispatched to kill him because they know about it, and that guy's only joking, and you hear, "Oh, I was just joking," and he goes to the back. And just has joy yeah. and also fear for the people yeah. at the same time, but knowing what's to come when what is ahead and just, and it all occurs in this back room. Uh, what what a perfect scene. He is a and heavyweight. I think pra- practically the end of the show, yes. I think. Yeah. I think it ended on yeah. him. O- yeah. Almost ended on and him. And what a great, what, but it was a great and a great end to the show if it was the end of the show yeah. and a great uh, uh, moment. God.
0: And. I, it's amazing how much they cram into these episodes because episode six felt like two episodes. First of all, it was stunningly beautiful.
1: Yes. That oh, whole, the way it thing, looked. The things yeah. going
0: overhead with the. Was that the, like the, the eye? Meteors. Is that what they called it? Yeah, or, whatever yeah. it was, it was like the. And like the.
1: And the way that it built, like you saw a couple at first and you know, it was coming and they were sort of timing the start of it to the slow trickle and start of the heist, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah. And so, like, you saw all of their plans that you were able to follow along with the heist because you had trained with them.
1: Mm hmm. Oh, that was absolutely. So great. And you felt the loss you know, yeah. when the character that was the stormtrooper uh, caught it too. And one thing that I think in reading, and tell me if you saw this at the time or if it was true or not. When the character that played the stormtrooper said, cover me to Skeen, yeah. did Skeen hesitate? Knowing so, what we know now, did yeah. he hesitate and let him die? That's a good question. I have to go I, back I, and I watch. I think I read that he, and I didn't necessarily. I thought maybe I noticed it, but I can't keep hit. up
0: with all my anti-fascist shows, Matt. I've got the Rings of Power. <laughs> I've got, know. Uh, uh, you know, it's a lot. Ask me. So, yeah, I know. Ask, ask me if, if ask I me care. Ask me if I
1: care about Game of Thrones. No. Originally, yes. Now, no. No. Yeah. It's uh, hard to. Ask it's hard to in comparison. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Very much. Yes.
0: <laughs> we, we would not still be together I if you know. were not watching oh, that show with me. Mean, how I? could
1: I not be? That, it's it so up, good. Anyway. We're, uh, we're, we're an embarrassment of riches. And
0: we are actually an embarrassment of riches. And I think... The backup in production due to COVID has caused us a glut of shows, like yeah. quality shows oh coming back. And it's actually hard to keep up I with them all if you like, if you have children or life.
1: Right as they come out or right as they happen. I often think, and I know this is gonna come a time in my life. We talk about this often too. Oh, that, I think the
0: dog has to pee. I'll be right back. That, you keep talking uh, about it.
1: That, that, uh, no that I'm gonna uh that I'm gonna die. And I will die with the knowledge that more streaming shows are coming and I won't be able to watch them. I
0: know. (laughs) My vision of heaven is that you can watch any streaming show you want. Yeah. And any movie, even the ones that have been lost to film decay.
1: Right. Well, you know, there was like a, a, a... uh, a Stephen King's short story once where they, people discovered a box yes. that had all the books that ever had been published or ever would be published and you could read them. And I often thought, what would you do if you encountered a, a box that had all the TV shows that ever had been it? Watch and them. And all that ever would. Basically until the end of time, until the human existence yeah. was gone. You would watch them? But would you feel bad? What if you watched them And you got through so many and you felt bad that you watched them. Because you know how we all also say like, oh, man, I wish I could have my head erased and I could rewatch The Wire or something like that.
0: I would parcel them out.
1: (laughs) Okay. You don't have to decide now.
0: Okay. Okay. (laughs) All right. So uh, episode six was incredible. All the action, all the thing. And then this finally you've lost two people on the way to the rendezvous point. You detour to try to save one of them. And then... Uh, there's a betrayal and Skeen's like, let's just take off with the money. The
1: only criticism I've heard, yeah. a la the walking, early walking dead, yeah. two black people that were lost. <laughs> Is well, that, does that matter? That's an
0: actual yeah. larger critique of Star Wars. If oh. you go back and look at all the people who have died, not in Rogue One, cause everybody died. So, you know, okay. But dark skin characters are more likely to die in Star Wars. Right. Um, the woman, played by, uh, the woman who was played by Indira Varma in Obi-Wan died, hmm. right? Um, the, now, you know, that does mirror life where a lot of times marginalized communities are the first people fighting for their lives for a better life because they are the first people impacted. So, yes, that is true. But it, it is glaring without addressing that
1: fact. Mm -hmm. So like I I remember when that was a big thing. uh, That first came to light for me on The Walking Dead when it was like it's like you set up a character, you
0: set up a character, and you're supposed to get like a TV credit for having a diverse character, and you just kill them off.
1: But then again, I also look at it and I'm like, yeah, that's hard. That that happens to be so, and why is it so? But. I, that I, that had impact. The former stormtrooper dying, yeah. and and the fact he that he was a former stormtrooper, maybe he, maybe that was karmic too. Yeah. I don't know. But Gorn died. Oh, did Gorn die? Some people I think say he might not have died.
0: Yeah, that's a good question. And yeah. Sinta, Sinta was there on the planet and did not get off on the ship. Cinta's oh, still there. Oh, Cinta!
1: Yeah, she took off. Um, yeah. Went among all the. What, what's yeah. the name of the? I'm asking that, that's that's all. This is is me asking you what the that's name fine. of things were. Yeah, the name of the people who are celebrating. I, yeah yeah the locals. Oh, you don't know the name. I don't that. know the You're name. Just write them off as the locals. Okay, Jenny. Racist. <laughs> I know it's racist toward the indigenous people. The indigenous of, uh, white what people. What was that planet? The planet where the the final I attack was. I forget the was. name
0: of the planet. You're going to ask me all these questions. You <laughs> think I know things and I don't know them, but it's the this this um, planet and they move the population down into the lowlands. Think of it as the Scottish Highlands.
1: You have your phone right there, right?
0: I'm not worried. I have a computer. No, no, no. I'm going to do something okay. different. yeah.
1: Will you, th- this planet, will you will you call Tom Merritt up right now and see if no. he knows the answer to it? No. You won't just cold no, call him right Tom, now? No, Tom is busy. But this could be a, a bit that you do every now and yeah.
0: again. Yeah. <laughs> Let's save that bit for the hundredth episode. No,
1: no, I thought it would have been fun.
0: I, it I is like fun. a
1: little Tom Merritt.
0: I do like Tom Merritt. I love Tom Merritt. <laughs> Tom Merritt is my my podcasting yeah, OB. I know one.
1: that's true. That's okay. true.
0: Um, all right. So the think of them as Scottish Highlanders, the people on that planet. Okay. They're, they went up into the hills. Uh, they lived up in the hills. They were uh, mountain people, and then they got moved to the lowlands mm-hmm. because they were fomenting rebellion against the empire. But a small group of them are allowed to come back up. Uh, for this incredible rockety fireworks, and that was thing. great
1: too. You know <gasps> what? Just, a, yeah, you know,
0: set it on a holiday, right? <laughs> right. That's a fa- that's a very famous Gary Marshall phrase. When Matt met Gary Marshall, the creator of Laverne and Shirley, and the Happy Days, set it on
1: a holiday. That's what
0: Gary Marshall told them. Always oh, set it on a holiday. About screenplays,
1: like yeah. it'd be better if you set it on a holiday, Valentine's Day. What? Just put. Did on the holiday. And then right after that, he went on to make a string of movies that were just called Mother's Day, yeah, <laughs> Valentine's Day. He yeah, just made the holiday of the he movie. He made the
0: holiday of the movie. But they did that in world. It was yeah, a holiday. That was cool. Yeah. So now you've got a situation where Cassian gave back the, the kyber crystal, took his credits, and is on the run. Mm-hmm. And that's where we've left Cassian. Right. So when you think now oh, about
1: and, and got the manifesto and from, got the manifesto, yeah, from which man- was
0: terrific. Ugh, yeah. Yeah.
1: God. And by the way, wasn't that a realistic death? Yes. The first off, so many things like yeah. like uh, the fact that the way the credits looked, I I, 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 I love that they were. I don't even know if there were credits, the payroll yeah. that they were stealing. Yeah. The fact that for all that they suffered and they lost, they lost three people, uh, maybe more, uh, they, they, uh, and they only got a percentage of what was fully in there. Yeah. It was still a lot of money, yeah. but in terms of the, the amount that they got, it probably wasn't even even that important. I mean, as an act, it was important, yeah. but in terms of as a loss of money Lost for the, members, the empire, it was nothing. Yeah. and yet, but and and yet it was, it was enough everything to kill someone. To kill someone, yes. The and of So it. the amount of, of, of people that had to die that was like you know a, a rounding error for for so the, the, empire. the the empire, and yeah. yet. So, so, a, a ridiculous amount of seed money for the rebellion. Yeah, that was that was fascinating to me. And then how I got to that was just that death yeah. of the the money rolling back toward him and you know smashing him in the head and spine, and it's great. And then also. um sparingly used uh, characters that were sort of alien-esque and Star yes. Wars-esque that we've come to know, yes. but very functional when it came to uh, the fact that the, uh, uh, the doctor had multiple yeah, arms. Yeah, four arms. Four arms, yeah. and uh, I thought that was, uh, was yeah. well done as well. I
0: mean, it's interesting because Tony Gilroy, the, who is the creative um, lead of this show, a writer, director, doing so much stuff, um, has really done a fantastic job right mm-hmm. and he said there aren't going to be a lot of easter eggs or aren't going to be a lot of things like you like right. which is like hey ass face on Jetta. i didn't miss it yeah but
1: i don't mind it but uh, you there know, are yeah.
0: that's the thing the show is layered oh with like in the antiquity
1: shop the antiquity
0: right? shop i could have sat there and pointed out like that's a uh from um uh Hera Dula's planet, right? There's mm-hmm. you're like
1: your gla- eyes are
0: glazing <laughs> like, <laughs> uh,
1: you're, uh, fine, you're doing this podcast with a different crowd. I know, but the <laughs> I point- love that you can tell when my eyes
0: glaze. Yeah, you were just like, <laughs> okay, I'll wait till Jenny's done. But the point being, it's also with the ships, and then you have, um, you know, uh, uh, very subtle things that that. Tie into the larger world, but they, the difference is they're very earned.
1: You caught it and you were able to. And I did do say when you caught it, I was amazed that they did that subtly, yeah. that they snuck in all those Easter eggs in there. Yeah. Because yeah. um, there were a couple of them that I po- you pointed out to me that I did know. Yeah. yeah and uh, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, and then, of course, you see at the end of episode six, the Imperial Security Bureau, the classic We're going to be here all night, people. <laughs> because right. Because they got right.
1: word. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, it, it, it finally became real for them. And, you know, each he was one of right. them.
0: The amazing part is each one of those Imperial Security Bureau people has a piece of the puzzle that they're going to solve it.
1: Mm-hmm. Right? Now, you do you think Deadney will? I mean, Dedra. obviously, Dedra, Deadney. <laughs> yeah,
0: my name is bad with Names. I'm bad yeah. with names. It takes me yeah. a while. Yeah,
1: um, uh, Dedra will link up with. Uh, the yes the guy with the, yeah. he's the
0: guy that actually saw him up close mm-hmm. and knows what he looks like sure and you know how the mother was like i'm gonna call uncle so-and-so yes. and she owes right. a favor yeah. uh he owes a favor he'll be appreciative of us for not using the favor until now this is like my worst nightmare of a jewish auntie um <laughs> so real it was so great. real but like uh i think that guy's an imperial security bureau Oh, either oh, that, it is the lead guy, or it's one of the people in the Imperial Security Bureau.
1: That's interesting. Or
0: they'll backtrack, or they'll backtrack right. through the notes and the documents right. of this event right. and find him. You know, Cyril it's funny that you bring
1: that up. We've never seen anybody be a part of the Empire much more, much more often. They are. <laughs> we were talking about earlier. You're far trusting. You'll fall we've never too seen a uh, look. You you trust too many people. Yeah. You're gonna get screwed by the empire if you do. Yeah, imagine someone in uniform like yeah. that. Yeah, maybe we'll see it. And,
0: <laughs> and uh, another amazing thing about that is that um, they had all the pieces they need to prevent it mm-hmm. beforehand. Yeah, and then they didn't because they didn't talk to each other. They were not a functioning intelligence unit because they were they were siloing. And hello, that is familiar. the Looming Towers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, so there are uh, six more episodes of Andor to come.
1: Oh, just six, six. When do those, oh, th- those aren't even being made yet? No, right? there or are they, six more in this season. Oh, there are? Yeah. Wait, but there's a... Uh, no,
0: maybe it's only uh, nine episodes.
1: I see, look, I don't but, even know. But there's a hiatus, right? We yes. saw everything. And then and there, there will be a, a season hiatus. two. But they have, have they already shot that Is there a
0: hiatus season? or is it on a Wednesday?
1: These are things. Oh, I didn't think, these
0: are I, things that Tom
1: wait, would know. I thought that was the finale. I thought that was hold it on, for a hold while. on, and or no. I know was that only Wednesday that that happened? Yeah, Jesus Christ! I
0: know. I know. Um, no, episode seven will be on October nineteenth, which is in three days.
1: Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I really, I there thought, nine I really first... thought there were six, and yeah. that was the finale. That, that's what's well, then that was finale level. Yeah, at, a la the Sopranos or whatever the show you know, the shows where it's like, well, I guess normally it's the second and last one, yeah. but like that was finale worthy. The episode that we've watched so far, yeah, the, the sixth episode. Yeah, here's a question for you um, a friend of mine in the writer's room, Tyler, yeah. who you mentioned, yeah, when I first. After the very first three episodes of uh, of the show, I was like, you know, always sort of like when we we're watching Boba Fett or whatever shows, I, you're very much aligned with. where I, I love to sort of uh, pick his brain as yeah. far as his taste, and I was like, "What do you think?" And he was like, "Amazing, not Star Wars." Oh, can you speak to that at all? Yes. I, does that? Yeah. For, my thought was, does that just mean- You mean you're Andor? Not al- Andor amazing, but not Star Wars. Yes. Okay. You're not seeing the droids. You're not seeing the aliens. Does that make it not Star Wars-y? But does that which make it makes it not Star Wars-y make it what we're talking about well, now? Well, this is a fascinating thing. Star Wars can be a lot. And this is what we're trying
0: to push to, mm-hmm. me personally, and probably also the people making mm-hmm. Star Wars. They're- true. The problem is, is that you, me, to a lesser extent, Tyler, um, Scott Johnson, Brian Ibbitt, Tom Merritt, and to a lesser extent, Garrett, because at least, you know, like he had three movies and then the prequels and then a wait. We all grew up in an era of Star Wars scarcity. Yes. So Star Wars did only mean one thing in 1985. Yeah. That's After right, all, all con- the first three movies. the sixth episode.
1: <laughs> we weren't going to see another yeah, anymore and that's or right. for a year.
0: So, uh. There's the only these three movies and then later the books for years and years and years and years and years. And, years and, years. and that is what
1: Star Wars is yeah.
0: to us.
1: Yeah. I remember in college, I looked at Star Wars as a distant thing that meant the world to me, perhaps more than any yeah. movies. You yeah. know? Like but I said, to the distant. point where it was almost had the quality of a religion, you treasured yes. it and knew it so much. But, you know? but
0: much like a
1: religion...
0: People start to harden, and and this is not about Tyler. I'm not sitting here insulting Tyler. I
1: think you wouldn't either. Yeah.
0: um, Is that people have a fixed notion of what it is, and that notion is fixed in time based on what is their first three Star Wars movies they saw. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole generation of people like Garrett, like um, um, a bunch of younger people who the prequels were for them. Right. And they love them. And it didn't matter that they weren't as. I mean, look, the writing in A New Hope ain't no fly you know sure. easy roll yeah, off the tongue thing either but um you know uh, so those are their movies and that's for them what star wars is mm-hmm. right then you've got the force awakens and the the last jedi and people fight over those three movies and, and that's what star wars is is a f- for them is a failed effort of cohesion
1: between these three later movies. Sure. Do you, then you, do, you do, wait, I'm not uh, There's a lot of talk like that in the room, too. Yeah. by the way about that, a failed effort of cohesion is exactly yeah. what the sentiment is. I have to kind of stand back cuz I don't necessarily agree as much, right. but yeah. Because we're so used to properties planning out. We're so used to properties
0: like Marvel planned out for 10 years. They should have probably come up with a cohesive plan. And they look, they got knocked off. I will forgive The Rise of Skywalker a lot of things because they lost the person the movie was supposed to
1: be about. And that was the only one, too, even that you... I mean, you just would sing the praises of The Force Awakens and and uh, The Last Jedi. And The
0: Last Jedi, but... and I enjoyed the hell out of Rise of Skywalker in the theater. And then I sat and thought about it, and I was like, there was a great movie in there somewhere, but I don't know where it went. Me
1: too. And for me, it was a, the, that, the lack of me, memories of yeah. it. Yeah.
0: But to me, the, the fault of the Rise of Skywalker was out of their control. Carrie Fisher died. What were you supposed to do when you, based, when you had already killed off Luke? Right. When you'd already killed off Han Solo? And Carrie Fisher was supposed to bring your trilogy home. Each one of them got a bow and exited the stage in a different movie, except Carrie Fisher died before they could film her bow and exit from Star Wars. What are you supposed to do? Mm -hmm. That movie is going to be chopped. You can't recast Princess Leia. It's true. So to me, that movie was a product of our world's Mm -hmm. failing to keep Carrie Fisher alive.
1: But with what you said, I I think that that the... uh, uh, the dearth of Star Wars that you and I both experienced, that everybody we, we, we talk about or a certain generation experienced is what makes me go so easy on everything. Yes, because you're just so because happy I'm to have just it. so happy to have Star Wars and that still hasn't gone away. Yeah. It didn't go away with, with Boba Fett, with anything. Like, yeah. Boba Fett is uh, reviled, apparently. And What? Well, In my room, it's like, maybe I'm just my writing partner, Dave. He's just like, we really needed a, you know, we had Mandalorian. We have this guy, Boba Fett, and he wears a helmet. You never get to see him. And then the helmet's so important and he takes off immediately in the first act he takes it off, and then you don't even care. Get Dave on the podcast. I'll set him straight. Scooters. (laughs) Star Wars.
0: I'm going to end up. scooters. I'm going to move towards the end of this episode with a thought here. Star Wars can be a lot of things. It's a big universe. It's a big galaxy. It can be the Mandalorian with its sort of like very Jedi-adjacent stuff and its Mandalorian culture. It can be Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's just over here. Our Earth isn't just one thing. Mm-hmm. Let alone true. a bunch of different planets. Our right. Earth is incredibly diverse and interesting, yes. and there's a lot of different
1: people fighting so, a lot of different battles. In some ways, it's both true. This is Star Wars, and that's what makes it wonderful. It's just the Star Wars we haven't seen yet in yes. the corners of our eyes. Yes. You know, and that yes. was, that's that is the best way to, to sum up what I love about yes. Star Wars. Yes. You know, like yes. it is a Star Wars that 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 makes me go. Of course. Of course that was there all along and we never got to see it. And it makes the other Star Wars that we've already seen Richer. live and breathe and have a beating heart even more so that we could revisit them and know that that that, that, that these pe- it was on the backs of these people. Yes. I mean like uh, so yeah, I, I, I do think and so I think there is something very very unique about it it this 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 series in that it does sort of unite the passionate can't remember the names. Fan with the fetishist. <laughs> on it
0: still going with expert. Oh, the expert
1: on its overall quality. Yeah. In a way that nothing has united those spectrums in a very long time.
0: I Nobody, like. no one
1: who is not at Disney. I mean, the Mandalorian, the Star Wars. Uh, forgive Here's me, my. You do not have a pulse if you didn't like Luke yeah. Skywalker. But people still criticize that. Yeah. Showing up in the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah. Let's put it this way. Nobody owns star wars except lucasfilm i don't own it you don't Mm. own it the internet doesn't own it star wars is a creative product that is put out in the world and it's incredible and it has given us babies like whole babies have been born because of star wars uh someone i interviewed like you know like met uh you know their husband at a con you know like all star wars driving people to all these cons and all these like meeting and like it's just it's Ted Lasso. I said this before. Star Wars is life for, for, for us. It's, it's, and you experience yeah. it. We threw Star Wars parties. Like our, when The Force Awakens came out, we were adult enough and uh, had a little bit of scratch enough to throw three parties for The Force Awakens, uh, The Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker where all of our friends came and watched the movie before they would come to our house and gather and talk about how excited they were for the movie. And after they would, we would trot back to the house. We would all trot off to the high end yeah. movie theater and see the movie in one
1: big row. It was magical, and was the care magical. that we put into yeah. it, like all the sort of Star Wars shaped apple pie, and I'm like every every one of the sequels. We would have this party, and I would make this sort of alcoholic blue milk because one yes. of the things, along with Grand Moff Tarkin, that I was obsessed with <laughs> was the existence the blue of blue milk, milk in yeah. the universe. Instead of so grow up and find these recipes, and
0: now to cereal, make blue and milk. now blueberry cereal is in By canon. The way, wasn't yeah. it great
1: to see this the guy in the middle-class apartment uh, with his mother, his Jewish mother... Being poured blue milk, yes. Right? Oh, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, the, cereal. the cereal, they poured that blue, blue yeah. milk on the cereal. Some that production
0: assistant who was so happy to be on Andor had to separate out all the blueberries <laughs> from the other cereals and put oh them, my make God. sure to get the ones that look very
1: galactic. <laughs> all the blueberries, <laughs> so funny, Jenny. But yeah, I was obsessed with blue milk. I'm yeah. a blue milk Star Wars yeah. fan. If you had the meat and potatoes blue milk Star Wars fan, I but would toast Star Wars, Star Wars every year with blue milk. All of us, yeah,
0: and Andor as it turns out actually is for all of us.
1: Yeah, w- w- which a was lot of us. Uh, to me a, a big surprise, but I guess it shouldn't have been because it was a big surprise in the same way Rogue One was a revelation yeah. when you saw it, you know.
0: Sometimes you can just produce different types of Star Wars and it's all okay.
1: Very true.
0: All right, well thank you Matt for saving my bacon because <laughs> I was having a block about doing Andor Let's
1: talk about Andor. You survived that stroke trying to remember names.
0: I I did see their temple pulse (laughs) once or twice.
1: (laughs) The names go in and the names go out. It doesn't
0: matter. It doesn't matter. You could tell a whole story without words. Right. Right. Not in a podcast. (laughs) Son of a bitch. Talk to you all next week. We were having so much fun. I forgot to record an outro. So. Thanks to the Andrew Allen Trio for our intro and outro music. You can find more of their work at the Andrew Allen at AndrewAllenMusic.com. And Scott Johnson, thank you for the feed art, which is so cool. Thanks to Anthony Lemos for producing. Allegedly, we'll get him talking about Star Wars at some point. But you can listen to Anthony, me and Richard Gunther talk about House of the Dragon at Let's Talk About Thrones And of course, thanks to Tom Merritt and Garrett Weinserl, who are the force ghosts that I hope are keeping a benevolent eye on this new venture. The good news is that the Fulcrum feed is full of great listens. You can go back and listen to me talk with Scott Johnson about growing up with Star Wars. Brian Ebbett and I talk about the music of Andor, Kenobi, and more. Nancy Schwartz and I talk about the legends books and Andor. Andor kind of weaves its way through all of the stuff that we're doing right now. And to confuse matters more, Ptolemy Slocum and I are talking about the rings of power in the Council of Halbrand podcast. And when I say that we want to hear from you, we want to hear from you. That's not just a thing people say. We want to know what you think about all things Star Wars. Do you love the books? Are you a prequel era kid? Do you have a complicated theory about someone's parents? Let us know. Better yet, record it and send it to us. We want to weave your voices into the show. If you're nervous about your own voice, don't be. We love your voice. If voice things aren't for you, just drop us a note and we'll read it in the voice of our favorite droid. Send what you've got to submissions at fulcrumfeed.com. All right, we'll talk to you soon.